thankful He is my God. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I want you to look in verse 16. We're going to read in verse 16 down through actually chapter 5, verse 1. And uh, if you have found your place, let's go ahead. We'll stand to our feet if you're able to, and we'll reverence God's Word. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Have you ever thought about that? He's saying this life, I mean, here Paul, we, we see he's talking about afflictions, the life we live, the things we go through. The Lord is but, but a moment. But a moment versus eternity. He says, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, verse 1 of chapter 5, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, I want to thank You for the day. I have said it and I'll say it again. Thank You for allowing for us to come and to meet this beautiful building that You've provided for us, God. Thank You for those that are here. God, I'm grateful for that. Lord, as we're coming away from Thanksgiving, this time of year where were to focus upon that, God, I am grateful for my salvation. I am thankful for You, Your Word, Your Holy Spirit. And God, I pray, Lord, right now as we have met and we're meeting here to hear from You, God, You'll answer. Please help me, God, I need You. Fill me, Father, I pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. You can be seated. I like Thanksgiving. I like fall. I like hunting season. I like Thanksgiving. I like turkey sandwiches. I think I like a good old turkey sandwich as much as I do the turkey. I like a good turkey sandwich. I, I, I'm still in the thankful mode. You know, I, I hope you are as well. You know, it seems like sometimes the, the world just tries to push Thanksgiving away. You got Black Friday, all these sales, all those shopping. Listen, I, well, I'll be giving thanks family and health and salvation and all these things that God's blessed us with. And I'm kind of still in that mode, amen, of being thankful. And I was thinking about that and I wanted to come back here to this passage. I know uh, last week we had looked in chapter 5 and we had uh, looked over there in verse 14 and we talked about living in victory. How do we live in the victory that is attainable by God? And we kind of looked at that. And so I want to look today just a little bit at this, and I pray this will be a blessing to you. If you're saved here this morning, I know it will be. If you're without Jesus Christ, the greatest decision you ever make in your life is receive Jesus as your personal Savior. Amen. Make Him Lord of your life. I'm telling you, there's Amen. no greater life to live than live for the Lord. Amen? Amen. Uh, but, but I want to just for a little bit, with the help of the Lord, look at this. The blessing of heaven 
and having a glorified body. I, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I will be thankful when I don't have to battle this old flesh anymore. Amen. I'm just going to tell you. I don't know about you, me. I battle. It's a battle, amen. amen. And I'm talking having a mind to want to live for God and thankful for what God has done and trying to live for the Lord out here and raise our families and be a light in the area and, and, and live. For, I'm telling you, I will be thankful one day, Papa, when I have not got a battle of the flesh no more. And listen, that day's coming. You're a child of God. That day is coming. Amen. And uh, I like what it says in verse 1. It says this. It says, For we know. Now he's speaking to those, of course, that are saved. And he's saying, look, we know. There's a lot of things that we may not know today, but I'm thankful that I know that I'm going to heaven if I die because of Jesus. Amen. I'm thankful that I can know some things in the Word of God a brother Barth that will help me be the man I need to be, the father I need to be, the husband I need to be, the pastor I need to be. I'm thankful I can know some things, Brother Jason, in this Bible. Amen. I may not know a lot, but yet I know some things of the Word of God. And here's the beauty of it. The Word of God, God hasn't made it hard for us to learn. Amen. This Bible, listen, this Bible isn't hard to learn it if you want to learn it. Amen. He's made it that way. And, and here's the thing about it. When we know, once you read something, you can then know it. Think about that. And, and some things that you learn, and, and now there's a responsibility to that. Because for him that knoweth to do good, doeth it not to him that is sin. There, there are some people, they're doing the best they can. They're, they're walking in, in as much light as they've been given, and they know as a child of God. And listen, that's what we're supposed to do. But there are others who have the privilege to sit under good preaching and, and, and to grow up in church and, and they know a whole lot more. We need to walk in that amount of light. Amen. Right. But once God reveals something in His Word and we know it, we can know it then. We have the ability to know it and then we just need to apply it to our life. But I like that. But here's what He says, and I want to draw this out. He says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God. A house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Look, our human body, it's amazing. We're studying in Sunday school. We're kind of going, we're talking about churches today. It seems like churches are dying and dead churches. And so we're doing a, a scriptural autopsy on the dead church and look at different members of the body. And, and th this body is wonderfully and fearfully, the Word of God tells us it's made. It's amazing how our body operates. And when we, when we understand it and we look at that, uh, as amazing as it is, look what God calls it here. He says, for we know that if our earthly house, he's talking about our bodies here, of this, what does he say, what's that next word, of this tabernacle. Now, here's what I want you to understand about that. God's calling this body that's wonderfully and fearfully made just a tabernacle. Just a tabernacle. In the Old Testament... You had the tabernacle in the wilderness. You remember? And they built that tabernacle. And there, there were all kinds of different animal skins. And they, I mean, they would take that thing and it took time. They would, uh, and God instructed uh, Moses and they, they, would, they would set it up. And then they would, God would, would meet with them there. And, and, but then when it was time to go, they would pack everything up and move it. It was, it was, it was a, a tabernacle and it was in the wilderness. That's where God dwelt. Uh, but it was just temporary. Tabernacle is a fancy name for a tent. Just a tent. 
Just something that, that you can move. And it was temp temporary because they set it up and would take it down and tear it down. And, and listen, it's still, it was still wonderful because that's where God would meet and that's where God met with them and that's where they would go. Uh, don't take away from that. But then what happened? What, later on, uh, David in his heart wants to build what? He wants to build the temple. He wants to build a temple. He wants to build for the Lord. And we know Solomon does that and, and God instructs him of that. And uh, you weren't going to move that. All those stones and all that was involved in that, that was there to be permanent. And, and here's what I want you to see. I want to look about, and like I was talking, the blessing of having this glorified body in heaven and what it ought to mean to us as a child of God. Number one, it's a promised body. It's a promised body. See, it's just, this, this flesh right now is temporary. We're going to die. But where we're going is eternal. Right. It's permanent, amen. Right. And He's promised for us, and, and, and as marvelous as the human body is, listen, we're just, you could say, tense. We're, we're, look, I know ladies, they got, uh, my goodness, I went Christmas shopping. They got, I know they got all these creams for aging and stuff. Now they got massaging, uh, like, facial things. Looks to me like a handle with a little... Ball on it. Who's gonna rub that on? I ain't look. Number one, I ain't rubbing that on my face. Number two, ain't no way it's gonna push at them wrinkles. I'm sorry. Look, when I smile, I got them crow's feet. Who cares, man? I'm getting gray in my beard. Who cares, amen? I'm just a tent. Amen. It's temporal. And, and listen, and the Lord's letting us know that listen, this body is temporary. But He is going to build, understand, a temple for you. You've got a glorified body waiting. Praise His holy name. Amen. Amen. That's a blessing. The day is coming. Listen, the day is coming. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to move out of the temporary, man. We're, we're going to move out of, uh, 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 of that and we're going to move into that which is permanent. You think back to the tabernacle and pretty much that's what he's giving us the, the example here that that, uh, that that tabernacle was just temporary uh, and we know the Holy Spirit of God dwells in us now but one day we're going to be in heaven with the Lord with Him forever, never to be apart from Him, amen? Have a glorified body. I'm thankful for that. Uh, look, that that, that uh, tabernacle in the wilderness, it, was, it had to be broken down. And listen, we know we can broken down. i got to have surgery on my shoulder. Look, Bob, the older you get, the more broken you are. Amen. I mean, I had, I had one preacher, I was, I was uh, listening to him, and he was talking about uh, his, his, just, uh, his aches and his pains. He went to the doctor, he said, what's happened to me? He says, I'll tell you what's happened to you. 15 to 35 is what happened to you. Everything you did between 15 to 35, you're now paying for it. Kind of makes sense, don't it? Amen. I'm realizing that. There's a lot of things I did. I thought, hey, riding bulls at one time I thought was cool. Wrestling was cool. Now I'm paying for all that stuff. Wasn't so, ain't so cool. I'm paying for that, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm broken. Broken. Amen. But it's just temporary. But look at the promise of what I've got waiting when I'm with the Lord. Amen. Amen. He's got, listen, He is going to move us into something that is eternal. Amen. As the heaven themselves. Have you thought about that? We think about heaven. We think about eternity. In 2 Peter, the Bible tells us that the elements of this earth, what we know this earth as, as we know it, the, all the elements of this earth, they're going to melt away with a fervent heat. He's going to burn it all up. It's just temporary. 
And the earth is going to be dissolved. The heavens, listen. And it's, it's, it's when all... Think about this. When all that is gone, for those of us that are saved, we'll have a body that is eternal. Amen. That, that will not waste away. And so if you're saved, you'll still be alive in a glorified body. And that is a promise we see here in chapter 5 that will encourage our hearts. Amen. The body you're going to receive in that glorified body, it's greater than all the things around you right now. It's greater than all of that. Uh, you think about the sun and the moon and the stars and all these things that seem much bigger than us. Listen, they're all going to melt away. They're all going to be destroyed one day, but not that glorified body. You're a child of God. Amen. You're going to be, listen, you're going to be in that glorified body. I'm thankful for the promise we have of receiving a glorified body. Not only will I not have to battle sin, Brother Jason, but I will be in a glorified body that's eternal, amen. amen. That's a blessing. Amen. It's a prepared body. It's number two. It's a prepared body. Look what he says. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens this thing ain't man ain't making this god's god's prepared this for us amen it's prepared by god the body will have this glorified body it's not made with hands but it's made by god this isn't something man can do amen this maker is god it's an eternal thing so we're not only going to have an eternal life because our soul is saved, and I thank God for that, but we're going to move into an eternal body that is fit for that eternal soul. Isn't it a blessing? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, amen. No sin, no, no more aches, no more pains, hallelujah. Praise God, it's going to be good. It ought to be something we look forward to. It ought to be something we're thankful for. So right now, if you're saved, you have eternal life, but you're in a temporal body. Right now. You're saved. You've got the Lord in your heart. You, 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 are, you have eternal life, but you're in a temporal body. You're in a temporal dwelling place. And it's kind of like God when He was dwelling in the tabernacle in the Old Testament. But one day, one day, praise God, that's going to change for us. One day, you're, you, that never dying soul that you have because of Jesus is going to step into a never dying body. Amen. That's going to be a blessing. That's going to be a blessing. Look at verse 2. He says this, For in this we groan, in this body. Now you young people don't know anything about that, but you get a little older, you will. Amen. All the aches and the pains. Earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with one house, which is from heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope it's encouraging you, man. Listen, listen I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for salvation, but I'm thankful for a glorified body. I'm thankful when I get to heaven I'm going to have a glorified body. And because here's why. You begin to try to live for the Lord. You begin to make up in your mind I'm going to live for God after you're saved and you realize something. You're going to realize this verse becomes more real than it ever has. Amen? Because guess what? What does it say? For in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. We say, look, I wish I had a glorified body. I wish I had it now. Amen? I wish the things that, that my body that I'm going to be able to overcome, uh, I won't have to sin. Uh, I praise God for that, that I'm going to have a body that will not sin anymore. I want to battle the flesh. Hallelujah. I wish I had it right now. Right. It's coming though. It's coming. Amen. The battle will be over. Look at verse 3. 
I thought this was interesting. He says, if so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. Do you realize something? The struggle, and this isn't, this isn't anything deep, but it's interesting that it's in here. The struggle, there's been a struggle with man and God since sin entered the garden, and it's been dressed. Been dressed. Uh, look, we're see, listen, this identity thing we're seeing today, uh, you know, uh, you, you say what you want, but I'm telling you, it's up to death. This transgender movement, this thing trying to break down walls and bear Listen, uh, I don't care if you feel like a woman, you're a boy, you're a boy. I don't care how you feel. And, and, and all of this breaking down the, the ident- identity, identifying, identification of, 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 of a lady looking like a lady and a man looking like a man, it, that, that's the way it's supposed to be. And it's always been a struggle from the beginning. This matter of dress, they covering up. What did they do? When they sinned in the garden, they realized they were naked. What did they do? Got fig leaves. And what they thought was suitable and enough covering, God came along and what did He do? It says then He covered them. He covered them. Man's idea is different than God's idea. We need to get hold of God's thinking, amen. When it comes down even to our dress and and what we do, and and listen, we need to realize that, that understand He's saying here that if so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. He's saying this, the last thing God's going to do for you as a child of God, and listen, to complete the work He's been performing, is He's going to give everybody that's saved, all of us that are born again, He's going to give us something to wear that's acceptable in His presence all the time. Amen. Now we ought to do the best we can to do it now, but I'm telling you what, the day's coming, we're going to be acceptable in His sight. Praise His holy name. Amen. Praise His name. That's interesting, isn't it? We're just going to walk down. I'm, I'm, like I said, I don't have as much this morning, but I, but I hope it will be a blessing to you. Uh, this is on my heart, and we'll just walk down through these verses and kind of keep going. But God's going to take us to heaven, and He's going to clothe us so there will no longer... Listen, there ain't going to be no worries, no problems, no debate. He's going to place us and put us in that glorified body, and it's going to be pleasing to Him for all eternity. Amen? He's going to fix everything that got messed up. From, from the garden. The thoughts you battle. You have, you have problem battling thoughts sometimes? Amen. No more, amen. Praise God. Amen. Look, I'm telling you, it's amazing. So, Look, you ever been praying and a thought in your mind? Go, where'd that come from? Amen. We're not going to have to battle that anymore, amen. amen. Boy, the, the thoughts we battle, listen, the, 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 look, all of those little things, the things, listen, uh, th- th- those things we battle that we say, you know what, I don't want to have to, uh, boy, I don't want to have to uh, uh, be, be doing this. I don't want to be doing this when the Lord comes, amen. We're not going to have to battle anymore. Praise God. Attitudes. I mean, nobody here has ever had a bad attitude, right? I mean, nobody here is moody. Huh? Nobody's had a wrong, been in the wrong. Listen, we won't have to worry about that anymore. Praise the Lord. Amen. You men can breathe easy, hallelujah, man. I should get all kinds of amens. Come on, men! <laughs> there you go, Eric. <laughs> when you think about that, things you day in and day out you struggle with. We all, you know, we all struggle with different things. You know what it is? It's the flesh. We're not going to have to struggle with them anymore. 
Praise God. Amen. I'm thankful. Listen, that we need to be thankful for that. Amen. Yes. Everything we desire to be before God, we will be before Him. The struggle will be over. Amen. And you think about the things now you struggle with and some of the things I mentioned. And here's what He's saying. He said, listen, I've saved your soul. And listen, that, that, that completion of your salvation is going to come when, when it, it, you're going to get what you so desire. Listen, what you desire, how you desire to be, Brother Jason, even in the days that you're failing, there's coming a day you won't have to worry about failing him anymore. Amen. He's going to give you what you desire. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for that. Look at verse 4. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Of life. Now, right now if you're saved, you are a new creature in Christ. We looked at that last week. But you're a new man in an old body. You're a new individual in an old body. You're the new man. You have the new man inside the old man. That's where we are. We're battling, we battle the flesh. So we've got, we've got that we deal with. And, and you have that which is born of the Spirit, capital S, which is that new birth inside that which is born of the flesh. We're still trapped in this old fleshly body. That's going to come to an end one day. We're, that's all going to come to an end. And, but here's the thing. Until then, that's hard. It's like I said, that, that is hard uh, when, when we, uh, we have to battle because guess what? Sometimes not only are we trapped in the old man, but we're surrounded by people also, uh, some that are lost without even new life in Christ, but others that are saved too. And even here in the church, uh, we've got other people that are new creature in Christ, but so trapped in an old body. And guess what? The flesh, like we talked about in Sunday school, just the tongue, the tongue can cause trouble. We talked about the tongue in Sunday school. I said, every time I preach on the tongue, I want the rapture to come. <laughs> right? That's hard to cover. We're all guilty of this tongue. Right. There's not a one of us in here, listen, that, that when it comes to saying things and, 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 and the way we say them and, and the attitude and all those things. So all of these things, we're, we're trying to live for the Lord and we're trying to serve Him. And then on top of that, we enter trials in this life. Yea, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus... The Bible says, shall suffer persecution. And here's what happens. And I like what he says here, because at the end of this thing, he's saying this, but your clothes upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. A lot of times, here's what happens. We get trials in our life. We have circumstances that come up. And if we're not careful, we let them overwhelm us. You ever been guilty of that? I have. We let it overwhelm us. We get our eyes off of God and we let it overwhelm us. And listen, it's those times. Listen, this is why I say we need to be a praying church. Because I can promise you, there are times you better be thankful other people praying for you because when you're in the middle of it, you ain't praying for yourself. That's right. Amen. You ever been there? I've been there. Amen. I'm thankful. That's what we ought to. I say this all the time. I've said it. We ought to pray. We ought to pray for one another every day. Right. I have no idea. Brother Barth may be going through something. He may go through something tomorrow. I have no idea about. And he's going to need people praying for him. And listen, he may be something that overwhelms him. And he's like, look, he ain't even thinking about praying himself. He's just consumed in it. But thank God for brothers and sisters that pray for one another. Amen. Amen. And we need that. Listen, and we need because why? Because like it says here, we almost get swallowed up with life. 
Even though we're a Christian, we're saved, we're on our way to heaven, we, we sometimes life tends to swallow your new life up. Not that we don't have victory because we looked at that last week, but if you, if, you're, if you follow what I'm saying here, sometimes the realness of it, and if we're honest, it's like life swallows everything up. We're just doing all we can to stay afloat. Our new life in Christ. We have through Christ. Listen, it, it, it is... Uh, it, it one day is going to be complete. We get the glorified body. We're not going to have to worry about any of that. Amen. Our focus will be on the right thing. Amen. Look, we've got good days. we got bad days. We have, we, have, we have good experiences and we have bad experiences. We have the mountaintop times and then we have the valley times. Amen. But there's coming a day when it's going to be mountaintop and it's going to stay mountaintop. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm thankful that the day's coming. This is why I thank God. Not only are we blessed, even in this world as hard as it is, even battling the flesh. Listen, there's no other way I'd want to have it. Brother Jason, I'm thankful I'm saved and I'm going to do the best I can to live for God. But I sure am thankful today that one day I'm going to have a glorified body. Amen. All the struggles that we deal with and all the things that can swallow us up, one day it'll be over, amen. One day we're going to reach the mountain peak and we're going to stay there, amen, because we'll be in heaven. We'll be in the presence of the Lord with a glorified body. Amen. Amen. Thank God for a glorified body. It's a promised body. It's a prepared body. And here's my last point. It's a purposed body. Understand the purpose. Now look at verse 5, what it says. Now he that hath wrought us that were wrought, made, or or fashioned, or accomplished. And he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. It says God wrought us. Wrought us. He 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 what? He it says made or, or he 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 accomplished in what he's doing. Here's why he did it. That he could be with us. From the beginning, He's longed to be with man. He longs to be with you. He wants to be with you. Now look, I know, I, I've actually preached this at a funeral before, that, that because this passage to me, there's so much here. I know death a lot of times is hard, but for the believer, it's one of the greatest days for a believer is to go home to be with the Lord. Do you realize this? We're just here temporary. We're saved. It's just a temporary. When it's finally complete, this is what I'm talking about, this completeness, this glorify, is when we get home heaven with the Lord. All right, amen. Amen. And, and He's, this whole reason, this new life, what He, what was done in the garden was undone on Calvary. And the reason, that because the gap between God and man and sin and Jesus shedding His blood to allow for us to have peace with God again. It all, the purpose of that, Papa Little, is to draw us that we can be with Him forever. That's His desire. This glorified body will allow that. What Jesus did on the cross allows for us to receive this glorified body. And the purpose of that we see here is that He can be with us. Just being in His company. Loving be with Him. Now that, listen, now that we're saved, listen, yes, He wants us to study our Bible. Yes, He wants us to, to be a witness for, for Jesus. Yes, we should live a, a dedicated Christian life but God's ultimate desire for you and for me is to take us 
and be with us and be in His company and us in His company, Him in our company, being with Him forever without sin in a glorified body in His presence forever. And that day is coming for us that are saved. Think about it this way. We had some family. We had a, I had a cousin. She had a little baby and all. Everybody ran over and hold the baby, want to hold the baby, you know. And that's and, and, and fine. I mean, I love little babies too. And, and, and everybody saw. And, and, but what do they? They all did. They, they grabbed that little baby. They looked at them. Didn't one of them go? When you gonna start working? <laughs> when you gonna get your feet start working? You know, they just oh. And think about us. We had our children. I mean, when Morgan was born, Morgan was there. She was. She was cute at one time. And, and, and we held her, and hey, we was new parents, scared to death. We was young, didn't know what we was doing. But you know, I didn't say, hey, when you was our point, we went around here. <laughs> or think about a grandparent. Well, grandparents teach them grandbabies, man, they hold them, boy, they walk around. I mean, they're not saying, all right, when are you going to start going off? They just, they look, what does what most people say? If I could just have you be like this forever. If I could just have. Oh, if I, if, if, I mean, you may think about it. You know, we've looked, us and our parents, we've looked at our children that way, or, or, or we, 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 as a grandparent, you looked at your grandchildren and you're thinking, I, I love you so much. You looked at, I remember, I remember our, every one of our children, I remember when they were born, and, and, and just looking at them and thinking, wow, what a miracle. God's blessed us with another child and another miracle. Thank God they're healthy. And, and I just want them to be with us. And I love them so much. I, I just wish they could stay right here with us. And even as parents, we've told our children, stay with us as long as you can. Hey, listen, you'll grow up one day and get married and have a family of your own. But until then, we just we love you. Stay with us. Why? Because we love them that much. That's why God is with us. <laughs> If we're not careful, here's what we begin to think. We begin to think that God, well, we get this idea that God, when a person gets born again, that God says good, and He looks down on them, and, and all right, now get serving God, get busy for God, live for God, do everything right. Listen, He loves you. He loved you enough to send His only begotten Son to die for you. He loves us. He's patient with us. Aren't you thankful for that? I'm thankful for that. He's merciful. He wants to be with us. He, he, he wants us to he wants to encourage us. Because he loves us. Look, I want to work for him. Don't get me wrong, I want to serve him. I'm thankful that I can. I count that a privilege. And but listen, the day is coming when that's going to be over. That's one reason with, with our church and with our young people. I want to make hay while the sun's shining. I'm telling you, we saw what he says. It says, but for a moment. Back there in chapter 4, this life is but for a moment. If we were to all to live to be a hundred and some years old in here, it would be but a blink of an eye versus eternity. We have a very little amount of time to live for God and show Him that we love Him. And that's really why we do it. We labor not because we have to. And I'm going to show you that a little bit. But because we want to. Amen. But soon, that's going to be over. And even the struggles that come with laboring and, and wanting to labor and, and live right and we want to do right and then we don't and we have to get back up and we seem like it's repeat. Get up and fall. Get back up and fall. And it's just that struggle. One day, praise God, we're not going to have to worry about that anymore. We're going to be with Him forever. And He's going to love that, amen. Listen, 
The Bible doesn't say the gift of God is eternal service. What does it say? For the gift of God is eternal life. Being with Him. Being with Him. He just wants us to be together. He wants to be with us. Listen, sin may have messed some of that up, but Jesus Christ took care of that on Calvary. Hallelujah. Now, now look, look here. I like the end of verse 5 too. He says this at the end of verse 5. He says, Who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Now that's important to understand. That word earnest, that's down payment. If you've ever bought a house, they, they ask for earnest money. I did real estate for some time and you'd they'd make an offer and you'd have to you'd have to get earnest and earnest money. Earnest money down is what they that means you're you're serious about what you're you've committed to. I'm 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 gonna give you some earnest money. Look, I have a blessed life. I've thought about that this week and I have done look, I made a wreck of my life before I got saved. I'm thankful he loved me enough. To be patient with me, Papa Little, to save my wretched soul. There are times I rejected. There are times people prayed for me. There are times people preached to me with Brother Jason. I'm thankful he was patient. I'm thankful he was gracious. I'm thankful he saved me. Until since I've been saved, I haven't been perfect. Man, I've made mistakes. But I tell you what, Aaron, he's still been gracious. And he has still been wonderful. He has still been merciful. He has still blessed me when I don't deserve to be blessed. I am blessed beyond what I deserve. I'm telling you, I deserve hell. But I've got heaven because of Jesus. But even after I've been, since I've been saved, I don't deserve nearly what I have and what I've been blessed. I am blessed, amen. Amen. I'm blessed with a home in heaven. Listen, my sins are forgiven today, amen. My soul is washed clean from the precious blood of Jesus. I love the song they sing about when Satan comes along. It's, it's under the blood. Is that the song that they sing? Praise God. I can look at Satan when he tries to remind me of what I did and how I lived. It's under the blood. Amen. God for His Bible. I'm blessed. We're blessed to have the Word of God. To read and to study and to, to, to... We don't have to worry about somebody busting in here and shutting us down in some place, some country they do. We're blessed, amen. I've got my family with me in church today. That's a blessing, amen. amen. I've got a wife that loves me. She puts up with me, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Watch it, Aaron. She puts up with me. But she does, amen. And she loves me, amen. I've got children that love me and, and, and they're here and, and they're serving God. I'm telling you, I am blessed. Amen. Amen. So why are you saying all this? Well, here's what the Lord's saying right here. That's just your down payment. You don't even know what's coming. If you like that, you wait. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? That earnest. He Look what He says here. Look what He's saying there. Now that He that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God who also has given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Listen, we've got the Holy Spirit, the Word of God. I've, I've got love, joy, peace. I've got hope. I've got assurance. Amen. I've got all these things. I'm just, listen, do you know what the Lord's saying? The Lord's saying this. Miss Sue, He's just saying the blessings you have. That's just a little bit of an earnest down payment. But listen, you've got a whole lot better coming. All of the blessings. 
And the Lord says, listen, that's just the first little installment. You wait till you see what I got in store for you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. When the day is good and it feels like it can't get any better, when the services you have at a church service seems like, I mean, it's out the banks and I mean, there couldn't be a better church service. There couldn't be a better, a sweeter spirit. When the, when the songs are, are being sung and it's just, it seems angelic and God's just touched every voice and every person. Listen, when all the bills are paid and there's no problems at home, amen. When the day is good, listen, you just don't want it to stop. All of that, the Lord's just saying, that's just an earnest down Right. For what you got coming. Amen. Look. God didn't say, love not the earth. He said, love not the world. I said earlier, we live in a beautiful area. Groover knows a little bit about turkey hunting. Papa Little knows about hunting. Some of us know about hunting. Let me tell you, you get in the woods, I'm going to tell you what, you see the beauty of what God's created. But you don't have to be a hunter. You ride up and down this road. Listen, just on my drive to church, look over and see these mountains. The things we've got, listen, he, there's nothing wrong with, with enjoying going fishing and, and going hunting and, uh, or going on a hike. Uh, and we bought kayaks this summer and, and to be able to go, go kayak down the river. Not, listen, that's enjoying what God has given us to enjoy. But that's just an earnest. A little bit of what he's got in store. That, that's nothing compared to what he's got. Say, so how do you know that, preacher? Well, you know what he saw speaks about there? He says it's his footstool. That's what it says in the Bible. It speaks about the Lord. He, 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 God has said all of this earth he created is nothing more than his footstool. You think about that. We're overwhelmed with this. You think about a footstool in someone's house, that's really the only place you should put your feet on. In someone's house, you can put your feet on a footstool. But that's what God says. All this that blows our mind. There are things I see sometimes at sunrises or sunsets or, or being somewhere. It's like, wow. This is tainted by sin. Can you imagine what heaven's going to be? And the Lord said, this is, the, this is just a little bit of earnest. This is just a little bit of earnest payment. Amen. Listen, when he hears us praising him down here and praising him with, with what we've, he's blessed us with, he's saying, Look, you don't know anything yet. You wait. You wait, Miss Lucy, what he's got in store for you. Miss Helen, you wait. I'm going to give you a little bit here, but you can't handle what I'm going to give you up there. Thank God. Amen. Thank God. Look at verse 6. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. He wants Listen, He wants us to remember this world's not our home. We all long for it. We're just a passing through. We sing that song, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Don't get too tied down to here. Right. Enjoy it. But it's just a little earnest. Remember, it's just a little earnest payment. We're passing through. That this isn't our home, hallelujah. And listen, he, he'll help. Listen, he's going to help you get through. But you've got to go through it. And guess what? This world, life isn't easy. But you just keep in mind, 
I may have to be going through this life and he'll help me through, but I'm going to tell you what, the reason I'm going through it is because where I'm heading will be a whole lot better in me. This is just getting me ready. Look what he says in verse 8. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. To be present with the Lord. Amen? Present with the Lord. Can you imagine that? Our faith is going to be turned to sight. Whew. Think about this. Has anybody saw the Grand Canyon? Anybody, everybody been to the Grand Canyon, seen the Grand Canyon? Some of you have. All right. I remember I saw pictures. I flew over. I've never been there, but I flew over at one time. And I, was a, I just could not get over. It, just, it, it was breathtaking. Uh, or you think about other things. That, what's that big old diamond they got up in Washington, D.C.? They talk about that. The Hope Diamond, whatever. But you know they got to, you know people come see the hope. But once you've seen it, you've seen it. The Grand Canyon. Once you've seen it, you've seen it. Now you can go back, but once you've seen it, you've seen it. Right? Things, things that are that, that maybe you look forward to. Once you've seen it, you've seen it. Right? When it comes to Jesus, you can't get enough of Him. Amen. And look what it says here. We're confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. Now look, I'm thankful. Uh, I, I, we talk about the mansions uh, and, and, and talk about the, the street of gold uh, and, and, and the way the city's going to be and the gates of pearl. I'm sure that's going to be beautiful. But Ed, I'll be honest with you. If that was all that it was and Jesus wasn't there, we would get tired of that. Right. But I'm going to tell you that ain't why we're going to be excited when we get to heaven. Although that's going to be nice. Praise God. We're going to get excited and we're going to worship and shout because of the Lamb of God. Because we'll be present with the One that died for us. Amen. You read in Revelation, every time you see about a crowd being around the Lord the throne, they're worshiping the Lord. Amen. In the First Thessalonians it says, So shall ever be with the Lord, it says, with the Lord. It's all about Him, amen. That's what makes heaven so wonderful, hallelujah. And look at verse 9. Wherefore we labor, that whether, be, whether present or absent, we may be accepted of Him. Therefore we labor. All of what I'm telling you, therefore we labor. Listen, this is why we're doing what we're doing, amen. It's all because of the Lord, amen. I hope that's the case for you. Therefore we labor, he says. Wherefore we labor. We're not laboring so we can get to heaven, praise God. I'm not working my way there. Jesus already made the way. We're laboring because we're going to heaven. Amen. Right. We're not laboring to please the Lord. We're laboring because of the pleasures the Lord has blessed us with. We should be so overwhelmed that God has been so good to us. God, whatever you say I want to do because you're that good to me. Amen. Amen. And look at verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Look, I know sometimes we labor and you don't see the results you want. And if you're not careful, here's what's going to happen. The devil's going to whisper in your ear, ain't no need to keep living that way. It don't make no difference anyway. Look, we're going to go hand out tracks tomorrow night. we got 2,500 tracks tomorrow night. We'll hand out Christmas parade. I hope we get every single one of them out. Whether we do or whether we don't, we may not see one person 
come through the doors of this church because they got attracted out of that parade. And if you're not careful, here's what the devil says, it ain't worth it. We go to JMU and preach and hand out the gospel. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It's a rarity. We, we've got Aaron and Chris in here and, and, and Adam sitting here. Hey, listen, they came from that. That's a blessing, amen. But whether they hear it, whether or not, listen, it's been, it's been what, years now? And, and we go there, and if you're not careful, and here's what people will say, well, uh, it, it don't work, it ain't worth it. That's, and that's what the devil will say. That's what, that's what the devil will say. If we're not, and here's what happens. If we're not careful, we hear him whisper that, our mind begins to say that it doesn't do any good, and I'm telling you, based upon the authority of the Word of God, don't ever forget what I'm about to tell you. Listen, we're not doing it. Listen, for the good, the good's already been done. That's why we're out there, amen. Amen. I'm not going to the parade tomorrow to tell them, listen, hey, I'm going to try to do some good. I'm telling the people, listen, the good's already been done when Jesus went to Calvary, amen. And you need to read this track and get on board if you're not, hallelujah. All the good's already been done, amen. Does that make sense? So that's why we can't worry about results. That's why we can't get discouraged. Listen, sometimes He blesses. We see the fruit of it. Hallelujah. But just because we're not seeing what we want to see, we can't quit doing what we're supposed to be doing. Why? Because the good's already been done. The good was done on Calvary. Amen? We're not proclaiming the Lord Jesus Christ to the world. Listen, we're not building a church and laboring because we think we can do some good for God. We're doing all this because He's already done the good. He's accomplished that, amen. And this is what He's saying in this text. Look, He'll save your soul if you'll trust in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. He'll give you a glorified body. You'll have a home in heaven. You'll dwell with Him forever in eternity. That's a blessing. That is a blessing. And this is why we see in verse 9, wherefore we labor. Wherefore we labor. So here's what I want you to see. Verse 1 of chapter 5, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle, talking about our bodies, were dissolved, we have a building of God. That's that glorified body. A house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's what, we got that glorified body waiting for us. Amen. Praise the Lord. God has done all this for us. Let's go do something for Him. Amen. For the little bit of time we've got, let's go do something for Him. Amen. Listen, don't stop because you're in a battle. You win our battles. I don't know what 2020, the year of we're, we're wrapping up on 2019. I have no idea what the year 2020 is going to hold for any of us. But listen, I'm going to tell you, there'll probably be some battles we have to go through. There'll probably be some hardships we have to go through. Don't quit. Amen. Keep on going because you've got something waiting if you're a safe child of God. That's going to be worth it all one day. Man, just keep on going because all the good that has already come your way, listen, all of that, all of that is because of the Lord, because of all that good that is promised. Oh, listen, this temple, this tabernacle, it one day, will listen, will turn into a permanent, eternal temple to house. Amen. The Holy Spirit of God, which He's within me now. But listen, I'm in this flesh, but one day it's going to be eternal. Amen? And what a day it's going to be when the Lord Jesus Christ we shall see. Amen? When this tabernacle will turn into a temple to dwell with Him forever. Amen?
Amen. Praise the Lord. Morgan, why don't you come to the piano? I, I want to sing. Brother Jason, we're going to end the service. I thought about because with this message, what a day that'll be. Everybody pretty much knows it. I'm going to have Brother Jason lead it. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet. The altar is open. If you need to come, if you need to come to the altar, you want to come, uh, you go ahead and make your way. Like I said, this altar is open.